Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Daddy loves you guys. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Check the history of food. Two of the program is Tobin and Leroy here with you. 560 WQAM taking you up until two here on the program. Let's get to some headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford truck. Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Miami Heat, they lose yesterday to the Raptors, 121-97. And it wasn't that close. Nope. It was a blowout. And uh, Miami Heat fans, uh, Heat Twitter this morning, Leroy, very restless, very restless. People want moves. People want action. they lost the game? Yep. Very restless. I'm cool. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm just like, Well, you know. The the problem with this is is why you don't get a pass. Hmm? You have started this years ago, so now fans are restless, and you're to blame. To you, that's blame. not really fair though. Like if I've bowed out, if I've if I've taken my chips off the, the damage table, is done. You didn't. You built this scene for, for, for years. Like just because done. you can't just say all my little clones that like they should keep following my lead. And my lead right now is don't worry, baby. Not a true loss. No Jaime. Hey, you think you can just drop the show pony tag? Yes. Right? No, you can't. You should be able to shed that label whenever you want. Because guess what? They're all in the chat saying, make me a bicycle clown. Interesting. Uh, did you guys see this? Deshaun Elliott, you're familiar with him? Dolphin Safety? Yeah. He posted on Instagram. And this is, a, this is you know, a good thing called Chief uh, Imonist with Deshaun Elliott. I pray by the grace of God on the Chiefs' downfall. I hope Buffalo beats them like they stole something. I don't know how I feel about that. Why? Because, like, it's – I want the Bills to lose, too. Can they both lose? Is that possible? Like, I don't uh, know. No, they can't both lose. Who would you rather – okay, so – I think I'd rather the Bills lose, though. Bills. Here's, here's the interesting thing. And I probably th- – I'm going to guess that me and Tobin agree on this. I'm tired of hearing about Josh Allen. Right? He is 
2024 version of Brett Favre. Dynamic, does a lot of incredible things, makes great plays, but his turnovers always end up costing his team. Mm. Brett Favre was the same way. Doesn't mean he's any less great, right? It just means that you know at some point in time it's coming. And so does it mean he can still be great? Yes. But it also means that the same guy that gets you there is going to be the same guy that cost you a championship. In my petty rankings, the way that I go, number one is the Bills, number two is the Chiefs, three is the Texans, four is the Ravens. Oh, just in playoff petty? Yes. Okay, okay. Playoff petty right now, the way I'm going. That's the that's the order I'm rooting for everybody there. Why Texans? Rookie quarterback, if he were to win the Super Bowl, you know, I got to hear the Tua thing. You know, I'm just not into it. You know, just just for my own exhaustion. Okay. Can't deal with it, you know? Okay. If I were to go on the NFC side, I don't really care if the 49ers win. Um, I'm fine with that. Packers, same deal. I think the I think the, honestly the person I want to win the most is Man Campbell. Like if I'm rooting for a team, yeah. I think it's Man Campbell. It's probably Man Campbell, then Lamar Jackson. And then, I guess the 49ers. Yeah. Um, the only, I mean, it, it's weird because when you think of, you know, Jordan Love and putting Jordan Love in the same spot as Tua, it's a bit unfair because he got to sit behind a Hall of Fame quarterback and, Tool was thrown into a job with a limp. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're not comparing apples to apples, right? I always wonder, now that we've seen Green Bay do it twice, why is it so important that we get these young quarterbacks out there sooner and they make the thing of because you don't want – you want to know by the time he gets to the end of his first contract. Right, right, right. But you also want him ready, right? And to throw him out there if he's not ready because a lot of these guys come out early, right, is like you're not doing them any favors. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think it's, it's you know, you certainly see what happened with Mahomes too, going into a Mahomes good situation. Sat, Jordan sat. Um, Lamar's a little different because he had that added dynamic. Yep. Right? Now, kudos to him because – I've said this of all of the supposedly athletic running quarterbacks. He has been the best passer. What do you think happened in that chiefs game that Deshaun Elliott wants to prey on their downfall? Like, do you think there was some dirty, uh, dirt, some, some smack Probably talk or something? A little trash talk, a little trash talk. He just wants, uh, yeah. or maybe he's also just tired of the Kelsey's. Uh, it's just one. Like, how can you be mad at Jason Kelsey? Even when they do commercials together, he doesn't talk. It's just, you know. Mommy always protects him. Trying to drag out his whole, uh, trying to drag out his whole thing. Why not? The dude's a seven-time pro bowler, all pro, probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Why can't he do it at his pace? Um, He can do it at his pace. He can do it at his pace. But, like, you know, if they they get you, 
You got to admit it. I think you got to cop to it. Do you? Yeah, I think so. All right, all right. I think so. Right. But doesn't matter. They're out. So I'm not worried about their petty rankings right now. I just, I, you know, I, as you know, I can't. I would like Lamar to win one. Right. Of course. But I can't. You Why? know, I can't. Right. For Baltimore. Yeah. That hurts that much. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt me. You were a Raven. It's also a Brown. But you were a Raven. I was, a, I was also a brown. That 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 right there, that that that's that's buried deep. Like fans. Okay, but if it's if it's Lamar versus Josh Allen, who are you picking? Lamar. Okay. Like there's not even a hesitation. Not even a hesitation. I no. mean, Tony Romo is gonna be that, insufferable this weekend. So my thing is, is that I still wonder if Kansas City can win. They can't score. We don't know because you basically got to you got to play against a, a defense with an arm tied behind its back, you know, forearms. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a fair question. I mean, Rasheed Rice looks like he's coming on pretty strong for them. Um, they, they do this. They did this all year. They'll have a big game and then boot five balls. Possible. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, possible. Yeah. I, I, I as much as. I, like Buffalo and Tony Romo, for reasons I can't explain, just make Buffalo unlikable. It's a sports plague, and I'm glad, I'm glad everybody's catching up to it. We've been hip to this game for a little bit, and now everybody's realizing how uncomfortably uh, over the top he is for Josh Allen. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like he really is like rooting for him, and you know, I get it. You, you guys in in sports media today, guys have their favorite players, but like when you're watching a game. It can't be that obvious. And it's so obvious when you listen to these Bills, like these Bills games with Tony Romo, that he loves this dude. And I, okay, but like temper it back a little bit, dude. Or you got to be that enthusiastic about everybody. And, and by the way, there should be a memo sent throughout the NFL. Dear quarterbacks, if you hezzy, we're going to let them knock your ass out. That's not going to happen. I know. That's not gonna happen. Uh, other headlines: we had a uh, we had a post from Jalen Ramsey on Instagram. From where? <laughs> from he said uh, it was. I, I don't know what city. I don't know what country he was in when he posted this. It was a picture of him on the field, and it said, uh, "Still ain't over that bull bleep." Same. I like it took, that. It took a while. It took a while for me. Like any every time I lost, the hardest one was the NFC Championship game. Oof. Um, but we like there was some it took a little bit longer to get over. I remember losing to Dallas. That one was a tough one because I was banged up. Um, I remember losing to Pittsburgh because I only got eight carries. Um, and in fact, when I got to the Pro Bowl, Bill Carr was the coach and he asked any requests. I said, yeah, can I get more than eight carries? He laughed. I had twelve. That was nice of him. Yeah, I just nice of- like I, I just I like you, you here. Getting over it is a lot different than accepting it, mm. right? Like you, you know, as a player, if the other team was better on that day, 
right? When it's all said and done, you could live with that. Um, the hardest things to live with is could I have done anything different? Could I have done something for my team to help us win this game? Right. And that's the stuff you you struggle with and you go over plays in your head and situations. And till this day, um, the game wasn't lost in overtime. The game for us was lost. We were up by two touchdowns and with a minute left to go in the half, we were on our own 10 yard line, strip sack, fumble and they score. Right. Well, uh, we'll take a quick break, hear a little bit more from uh, the Dolphins' plan going into this offseason. Back after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's our number two with Tobin and Leroy. Tobin and Leroy here with U560 WQAM. Can I tell you about some BK coffee? Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I love me some Bernie Kosar. You guys, we all love Bernie Kosar. Um, dude has been through a lot with over, you know, 40 surgeries, 100, you know, concussions. It's all been documented, but I think the greatest comeback is one that he's made coming on the other side of that. Um, he realized that food is medicine and changed what he put into his body. And so Bernie started a wellness product uh, and uh, started creating wellness products and he made some coffee. And this coffee contains vitamin D, which most of us are deficient in vitamin D and resveratrol, which is a miracle antioxidant and uh, anti-inflammatory uh, all you have to do is go to CosarCoffee.com to order your coffee. And as Bernie would always say, you deserve to be healthy because you matter. I like when it does you matter with the you, too. He, you know what? 
he's been doing that for long before this. He would always say that. Yeah, like, he does. And it, it it and and if you're around him, um, if he sends you a message, if he sends you a text, he puts it on the bottom of a text. Um, I think he is probably, um, as far as athletes, he's probably one of the most positive athletes I've ever been around. Right, just nothing. He's he's always been that way. But whether things are going good or bad or indifferent, um, that's just him. So uh, cool to see that he's uh, doing some things. We'll have him on tomorrow, of course. Because yes, who doesn't like talking to Bernie? Bernie Kozar tomorrow. We'll uh, break down all the playoffs with him, and uh, also get his thoughts on uh, Cam Ward joining the Canes. I know he. We talked to him about that a few weeks ago, and he was for the Canes going and getting a vet QB. And now that the Mario Cristobal was able to do that, you honestly uh, feel a little bit better about the season. They definitely got to get some better receiver help for sure this year because they got some yeah. they got some ponies in the backfield. Yep. But it uh, it, it definitely is a uh, I think it's going to be a, a nice nice handover to this year because he's certainly going to have a hell of a line in front of him. But and and that's what I was getting ready to ask um, is the production of the offense going to have more to do with the QB and the offensive line or the talent that they put outside. Because I would say that with all the things that they struggle with this year, quarterback was up there for whatever reason. Right. And you never thought that was going to be an issue. Yeah. It was uh, some of the, some of the decisions by TVD were very head scratching this year. Weird, man. It was weird. Uh, getting over to the pro side of things, Mike McDaniel, he was asked about Tua after the season and uh, was asked if Tua needs to improve his mobility. Here was uh, what Mike McDaniel had to say about that. Is Tua going to um, be a zone read uh, option quarterback? No. Um, but I think he's he has developed in, in some of the, uh, you know, buying buying extra time when necessary i think uh that will continue to improve where you can just you know maybe move off the spot a little bit and not necessarily um run for a first down but you can extend the play i think that those things improve with um a lot of things you you're you're the the I don't know the continuity of a of an offensive line group that you you learn where guys are generally blocking for the launch point, and so then you, you know your safe spots in the pocket. Um, all of these things. It's all about progression. Um, I think he uh, he just needs to continue to do what he has been doing in terms of progressing, um, and uh, and I'll I'll be very much happy with that. There you go. What do you think of that, Leroy? I think when you see Tua from his first year to his second year, from his second year to his third year, and from last year to this year, he's gotten better. I mean, the the like when you look at all these other quarterbacks, they've gone the other way. They were great at coming out of the gate, and they didn't get better. You look at Mac Jones. You look at Zach Wilson. You look at um, – Who's the quarterback in New York? Um, geez. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. You look at Herbert. You look at what um, 
down in Jacksonville, up in Jacksonville, where Trevor Lawrence has done, right? They, 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 they've had ups and downs and ups and downs, and the problem is, is that we, we already claimed that these guys were great as soon as they showed their first bit of excellence. And for some reason, Tua's gotten progressively better, yet we still look at him differently than we look at all those other guys who have digressed coming into this year. This guy, this guy, you, you, you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait one second. Relax. I mean, uh, my bad. My bad. You matter. <laughs> yeah, matter than hell is what I am. You, uh, <laughs> I think the thing with him is, do you think that a year of him not having concussions in a game will make him less hesitant to go out on the move on certain things? No, but I think he, look, he's not going to be the guy that we're going to look at that runs for 30 yards here and there. No. Right? He's never going to be that guy. But what you have to acknowledge is that he's moved around in the pocket. He's made some guys miss and thrown the ball down the field. And that's really that's, that's what you need him for. Right? He's not going to be Lamar Smith. He's not – I mean, Lamar Jackson. He's not going to be um, Josh Allen. But when you watch him in the pocket – how he moves around the pocket, how he creates more space, how he gives himself some time. That's all you can really ask for. That's who he's going to be. Uh, Cat for Life says, what I saw at the end of that presser, Tobin, with McDaniels and the GM, they are not on the same page. I saw some things tw- about this. I just think McDaniel has got weird like facial tics. Like, I just think that he's he's always got the gears going like, like at all times. Right. So like every word, like you literally hear how he answers questions like that. My mind feels like it's moving a mile a minute. I don't think there's a rifty rift there. Here's the other thing. You're also comparing a guy who talks to the media once or twice a year with a guy who has to talk every day. Right. So how they answer questions are going to be different. And you can read in that however you want, but just read into it this way. Mike McDaniel talks to the media every day. Yep. And the GM does twice a year. Twice a year, maybe three. That's it. So right. So so he can answer questions differently. For sure. Uh, we'll take a break. Drake is Duplessis, UFC star. He's going to join us a little earlier than thought. He's going to hop on with us coming up next. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah. You know what? I like the playoffs. Welcome back. No doubt. Tobin and Leroy here with you, 560 WQAM. Take you up until 2 o'clock here on the program. Divisional round coming on up. The Heat, they will be back home tomorrow as they take on the Atlanta Hawks. It is Udonis Haslam night. He is getting his jersey raised to the rafters. So that'll be a, a Goosey's Galore moment. Looking forward to being boots on the ground for that one. See where things are at. Also, I'll check vibes around the state. You know, I'll be snooping around, Leroy, checking vibes on, like, if there's any moves or maneuvers on the horizon. Okay. You know? But I'm not going to be encouraging any of them. That's not how I roll anymore, dude. 
Just going to be putting an ear to the ground. Boots to the ground, ear to the ground. That's what I'm going to be doing. That's old Tobes these days, you know? I mean, DeJounte Murray did hit a game winner yesterday to beat the uh, the Orlando Magic. In case anybody was wondering, you know. Pretty good. But I didn't, you know, I didn't say immediately, oh, I need that guy. I'm just saying he did hit a game winner last night against the Magic. Two-way player. One could see how Eric Spolcher would be interested in <laughs> player with this listen, listen this is how you ease your way into I'm it. just saying you know you, you got like you ease your way into it you look you you say oh, i'm gonna I'm stay off the sweets but i'm gonna just put honey on everything right i did see uh i saw that it was going around i think our boy wes goldberg uh on locked on heat he was saying uh he had a, a jake fish from yahoo sports duncan robinson according to jake fisher is untouchable off the table for the Miami Heat right now. Isn't that crazy? Think about that two years ago. Ooh, Duncan Robinson. The Heat probably would have given him away for a bag of donuts. And now all of a sudden, Duncan Robinson's been playing so well. They're like, can't move dunks. You can't do it. You can't do it. You mean, oh, here's an interesting concept. Hmm? A young player develops and becomes a better player. What are you doing? Well, how old is he? You make it huh? seem like he's Jovic, like he's 20. No, I'm not saying that. It don't matter how old you are once you get to that next level. Well, you said young. You're the one who categorized young. I mean, young as far as years, not young as far as age. Interesting. Who Like, you still got to develop? 29. Jeez. Getting up there. Getting up Big there. Big 3-0 coming up this spring. <laughs> we all know how Duncan Robinson plays on his birthday, though. And, and, look, at where, and look where he is. He's killing it. Right. He's killing it. He's killing it. Yeah, I think we all need a little more patience because if it were up to us, Dunks wouldn't even been on the team. I can use another episode of Longshot. Uh, I, I think his podcasting days are behind him for a little bit. There's so fair. many podcasts now, too. I think everybody's going on Udonis's podcast. That's where you got to go right now for your heat content. I Damn. feel like that's the way where it's going to go. Tell me, Wade had but, a podcast. Did I hear that correctly? D Wade has a podcast. Yep, I haven't wow. listened to that one. He had Dirk Nowitzki on there. I don't. Like, oh, I love. I love D Wade. I don't need to hear D Wade be phony to Dirk. We know what Dirk said. We know the truth. We know the truth. Smiling faces with hidden agendas. Really? No thanks, Dirk Nowitzki. I don't need to see it. I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of that episode. I'm going to consider the next episode the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's what All I'm right. going to do. That's what I'm going to do. But anyway, yeah, the, the one thing, though, that I'm a little concerned about in, in the heat right now in the starting lineup is is with Kyle. Like, I, I just think that he's got to go back to the bench. Put him back on the bench. I just, I, just, I just think that it looks that way because – when those guys are all playing, he just becomes a facilitator. He doesn't even look for his shot. And you could have somebody more aggressive in that role and then have Kyle play the role where he's aggressive and can score when he has the opportunity. Um, it has nothing to do with his ability to play, but it has to do with the decision that he makes of how to play when those guys are in the game. And it's like only four guys are scoring. You need – Every all hands on deck. All right. Sometimes Leroy gets very disappointed in you quickly. 
He hits you with the lean back. You know, my man Tobin's working here. He's muted, but, you know, he's working. Oh, he's 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 extra muted. What are you doing? No, no what are <laughs> it's, you doing? Still can't hear you, Tobin. Still can't hear you. Oh, my bad. Yeah. What? Whoa! I thought you were angry. Minus one. Staring at you? I didn't realize why everybody was staring at me. Oh my god! My bad. I was trying to get our guest out. I was making sure he was all good to go. All right, let's talk to him now, baby. Yes. Drinkus Duplessis is going to be fighting UFC 297 this week. He's fighting for the mother bleeping belt. Drinkus, thanks for the time, man. How are you? Uh, Thank you for uh, for joining us. We appreciate it. How is uh, how's Canada? Hey, what's up, Jens? Oh, thanks for having me, man. Canada is amazing. It's been great. Um, listen, being from South Africa, we are not used to that weather. Let me tell you that. <laughs> well, down here in Miami, we're not either, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, it's a nice change of pace. I like it. I, I really do. I'm even staying a couple of days extra to really enjoy it, throw some snowballs at people, see what I can get. <laughs> how? I mean, how is it, you know, because you may do some – some things outdoors do you like is it all confined to indoors now because of the 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 weather there in canada yeah i uh yesterday uh not by choice i didn't see the outside of this building it was just media damn i mean i woke up because we're fighting at midnight uh had to change up the sleeping schedule okay because we're fighting vegas time so uh we're in in east coast right now so yeah yeah. with the time difference um i'm fighting usually we'd fight at 10 p.m and now i'm fighting at midnight and i mean like i'm fighting at 10 p.m is late for me i'm a guy that goes to sleep at 9 10 in the evening so uh right now i'm going to sleep about 1 a.m to uh train between 9 and 10 to get my body firing at night and uh yeah that's been that's been something but yesterday i mean i woke up at nine a.m. They were pissed at me because I had my first interview at nine, but I just moved it to nine thirty. I said, "Guys, sleep, sleep is the priority right now," and I was busy with media up until four p.m. straight. And uh, I mean, it's great because that means we are the center of attention, and that's what we're here for, man. Being a main event uh, and uh, selling the shit out of this fight, I I love it. I love it. Being on the poster, being the poster boy for this fight. It's my first time in the UFC. It's a massive milestone for me for South Africa. I'm loving it. Is it is it more difficult than people would lead on the the change in time? Like you said, you're used to fighting earlier. Uh, you're used to going to bed earlier. Is it hard? Is it that hard of a transition to get your body acclimated to fighting at midnight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the I have the the flying and the schedule in terms of. Uh, um, traveling because i mean south africa if if you're going to fight in south america north america it doesn't really matter anywhere in the world south africa is central and africa is central it's far away from everywhere so wherever if i'm not flying north if i'm flying east or west it's a lot of time zones it's a lot of time zones. so uh, that we always make sure we get the the right um timing uh flying out at least two weeks for this one because it's seven hour time difference and with Vegas, I'll do even closer to three weeks because it's 10 hours. Uh, but then, you know, changing your sleeping schedule around that, we start doing that at home already. Uh, the week before I go, I'll wake up, I'll train at 3 a.m. in the mornings in South Africa. Right. Or 2 a.m. and then I'll go to sleep at 7 a.m. Right. Uh, to, we, we, um, we make sure we sort that out because the sleep is such an important part. But if you have to start, you know, that's one thing. But if you start, you know, changing 
the sleeping times that I'm doing over years, the sleeping schedule of going to sleep at the latest by 10 p.m., waking up at 6 a.m. That is your two extremes, where sometimes I sleep at 9 p.m. and I wake up at 5, but that is my schedule. To change that into going to sleep at 1 a.m., that's difficult because my body at 1 a.m., I can be out partying, having the time of my life, standing on a bar doing shots outside of a fire camp. When that clock hits 10, I go like this. What's the time? <laughs> well, listen, hey, Dragos, if you win the belt, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to my best life. If you, uh, if you end up winning the belt, there's going to be a lot of people that want to party with the champ. You're going to have to, like, go to caffeine or something, man. That's going to – you're going to have to maybe uh, push through once you get the t- – there's going to be people who want to yeah. p- uh, party past 10 if you win the belt. Yeah, bro, I'll just do some 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 espresso shots or something the whole time. That's it. I'm going to have a beer in one hand and espresso shots. But, uh, you know, for me, so, I mean, we, we got that. We got that that right for the past 10 days. You know, we've been training at 9, uh, eight, between 8 and 9 p.m., uh, you know, tell Jim and then uh, uh, sleeping all the way till 9, 10 a.m. Uh, it's, 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 it's been great. You know, it's, it's, it's different. But, uh, yeah, we, we got that. Uh, obviously, the later, the better. But, uh, yeah, the, the, acclim- the climatizing, I think people, I don't think people put enough value on that. I've seen that a lot, with myself included. Dragos Duplessis is going to be fighting for the middleweight championship. Get UFC 297 on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. Now, you guys have had a hell of a lead-up to this uh, fight, DDP. Uh, If you could explain as cleanly as possible, we're live. I don't want my bosses mad at me, but the the, 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 the melee cage side, when you guys are going after it, did you feel like it was going to get to a crescendo where he leaps after you? Did you sense it was going that way, or was it when when you guys are are in the middle of that? Because our boy Gilbert Burns, like his kids, they got to get moved out of the way when you guys are going after it. Did you sense it was going to get to that point where you guys are actually coming to blows before the fight? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, you don't expect that from a middleweight champion of the world, to be honest. But ah, uh, we are. I, I said this. It's we are fighters. We are warriors, and uh, unfortunately, we are. We live in a society and. Listen, make no mistake, this is not the image that I want to portray to the world about MMA fighters or um, the UFC. You know, I have a company to represent the most prestige company in the world. And um, I'm very honored to work for and to represent the UFC. So that is not the image that I want out there for us as athletes or uh, as a company in the UFC. You know, these guys just fighting in like in the middle of the crowd where people pay a lot of money to go and you know there's kids and you know the example we set but unfortunately and uh even though we as fighters don't like to admit this we have the warrior gene we have that fighter in us and it's always going to be there no no fighter ever just got into fighting the first time in his life he fought was in a ring <laughs> unfortunately not we have to you have to have it here you have that somewhere even any athlete any uh, football player american football players i bet you they've they've been in quite a few fights in their lives because you have to be able to go fight for what you want and uh, unfortunately that situation you know it, it was unfortunate because the fight could have been in jeopardy and that we didn't set a good example we didn't and uh, you know that's that's the bad about this but the good about this is well call it the good I know Sean Strickland is the, is the kind of guy who goes out there and he will defend himself and defend his manlyhood and defend his alpha male. He is an alpha male and I'm an alpha male. That's what you get if you get two alphas. There's only one leader of the pack. 
and uh, you know things boiled over. We were in that proximity. If we were far away from each other, it wouldn't have been a problem. But you know, right there, it was about this is my circle, and if you cross that line, and lines were crossed. Are you concerned, or do you have a sense that because the press conference is today is today, right? So. You know this this press. They're going to badger you guys. They're going to try and almost lead into that. Do you have to mentally go into today making sure, like, I know that the, the game of this is people are going to try and get reactions out of us. We're going to get reactions out of each other. And in a sense, because you just want to get to the fight. The most important thing is to go and get to the championship fight, even though that stuff is, you know, people, it sells fights. It makes the fight for business and all that. The biggest goal is just to get to Saturday. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, uh, yeah, that's it. But that's our responsibility as athletes. That 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 falls on us. Press is going to do what the press does. They want clickbait. They want headlines. They want they want the scoop. You know, everybody loves the drama. Loves the drama. The previous press conference was for the drama. The drama they got. The previous uh, when I was in Vegas for that presser and for fight night, the drama what they, the drama they wanted they got it, and. Uh, the rest they'll get on Saturday night. Tonight we have a press conference. I have no intention of going in there and, and fighting with Sean Strickland. I have that on Saturday night. Except if they say, cool, we'll give you your show purse and your win purse if you win this fight on stage tonight. Sure. <laughs> yeah. We can do it right there. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest the thing is. Close. We don't have We can do it, but. Um, um, and, and the belt must be on the line. That's the most important part. But, you know, for me right now, this is not the previous press conference was funny. Uh, I had a great time. It was entertaining the people on a mic. Or oh, none of that makes uh, any none of that matters anymore. No, yeah. nothing matters. What we say, you can win as far as you want on the mic tonight. It's a matter of 48 hours and we're going to see who really wins. He's a he's a, a, a tough style fighter to kind of figure out. He's a little bit weird. People say it's tough to mimic that in camp. How how do you how did you prepare for this one? Uh, just going up against Sean, knowing he's maybe not your typical style uh, going in there. You seem like a very prepared uh, fighter. I imagine that you've covered every basis to get ready for this one. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean that's that's testimony to my coaches, my team uh, back in South Africa, Team CIT. We uh, we are absolute professionals. And when it comes to fighting, I mean. Fighting is one of those sports where you can be see if he comes back, Leroy. Huh? Huh? I think we lost him, Leroy. All right. Well, we wish Drake us the best, man. He was doing uh it was uh he was uh he was entertaining up until we lost that uh, that hotel. That hotel. I thought he was like hardwired in because he had the uh the, he had whole, the big the big headphones. He had the big old the big old headphones. I was like, eh, I haven't seen those in a in a hot minute. Handsome. Right. Um, I gotta tell you, hmm? they like, I mean, as most people explain fights and ruckuses and brouhaha's before a fight, that was probably one of the better explanations without just going full. Because, you know, even when you ask about a fight, yeah, most of the fighters are going to talk about, oh, no, you ain't going to do that. It's go time. I, I'm all day. Right. Yep. And he really didn't. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want that. But, you know, we're we just butted heads. 
You know, yeah. it's kind of a like it, it was. It, it, look, it was. It's. It, I mean, you don't see that much where there's fights in the middle of uh, the bleeping stands. That's crazy. But no, he seems like he wants to. Like this is the biggest moment of his professional career. He just wants to go out there and get it done. Drakus, what's going on, man? We uh, lost you there for a second, man. Sorry so, about that, guys. It's all good, buddy. So yeah, just the preparation for Sean in general. Like, what he's a weird fighter to to prep for. How did you get ready for this one, uh, knowing what's on the line Saturday night? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and like I said, my team is, is is very capable. We we watched his fights. We we did all the studying we can do. But I mean, that's such a small part of the game. Uh, we we mimicked his style, looked at his strong points, looked at his weak points. But ultimately, it's about going out there and doing what you do right. as a fighter. I I I know Sean is a guy who doesn't watch tape. They say he doesn't watch tape, but uh, I I understand that. I can I can I can see that how that works. It's not something that. You're not going to be able to perform without doing that. For me personally, I read guys. I can read mannerisms. I can see, like when Izzy fought him, I could see Izzy was off just because of his mannerisms, the timing on his shots. I can, if I watch you enough, I know exactly what you're going to do when you do it. I, I know your twitches. I know your, I know when that hand moves, you're throwing that punch. I know the amount of times you set up. I can start reading those, and uh, that's how. That's because I love the sport so much of watching hours and hours and hours of fight tape. Um, but, you know, preparing for Sean Strickland, the most important preparation that we did and for every single fight is going out there and fighting like Drake is not fighting on the reaction of Sean Strickland, not reacting to what he does, but making him react to what I do. And that is, that's going to be the, the big factor in this fight. It's going to be, it's two very awkward styles it's everybody has labeled me as fighting very awkwardly fighting very weird uh, it's a very different style to what people are used to and the same with him so you have two complete opposite style he has this calm volume style not a lot of power punches but effective he doesn't get hit and he hits people and that's a great thing to have i mean that's the name of of, of fighting try and hit somebody and not get hit he does that very well but i hit more than he does i do get hit a little bit more than he does but with him, with him being able to hit me and not being able to knock people out, he has the ability to knock anybody out, make no mistake. Just he's not that prone to it. If I hit you, there's a very big probability you're going down. So it's going to come down to two weird stuff. And who's going to enforce their set? swing left or right? And I'm there to make sure that my style is enforced and he's going to come and do the same. And what does that usually create? A clash in the middle of the cage and uh, a lot of money's worth for, for the fans. Before we get you out of here, uh, DDP, so like, how do you, if it goes the way you picture it in your mind, you finishing this thing quick, we get a, a quick finish. If you're yourself, you usually get people out of there quickly. That's how Drinkus Duplessis has been doing business. I know this is your first five-round fight. Everybody makes a big deal out of it. Does this even go five? Are you picturing one, two, you're going to get them out of there? Yeah, I'm taking fight, this fight round by round once again. Uh, obviously, fighting five rounds is something any fighter should consider, but it doesn't help you worry about round four and five, but you lose round one, two, and three. You know what I'm saying. You don't want to be in a situation where you lose round one and two because you're worried about round four and five, and you start to think about winning round round three because now your opponent has momentum now yeah you have a gas tank great now you've you've you have a little bit more left in the tank but 
your opponent's confidence is through the roof, yours is down, you have a cut. You are, you understand what I'm saying when I say the first order of business is the first minute of the first round. The last order of business is the last minute of the last round. And taking it as it comes, fighting each minute to win each minute, to win each round and taking it as it comes. Because if I'm going to be worrying about round five in the first round, I'm going to be losing round one. Right. And, uh, you know, if you lose a round, you lose a round. That's it. But you can't be worrying about the next round and the next round. Worry about the round you are in and making sure that you are as effective as you possibly can be in round one, two, three, four, and five. Good luck this weekend, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Strickland's Duplessis. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. He's fighting Sean Strickland on pay-per-view this week. ESPN Plus pay-per-view. Go check him on out. UFC 297. Best of luck to him. Even though they, uh, he says they have two awkward styles, they actually fight almost the opposite. Like one's a counterpuncher, one's, you know what I mean? He's picking and choosing. He's, you know, tap, 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 tap. He's working it. And, and you know, Drikas is, you know, if he gets you in a corner, he's going he's going to try to knock you out. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun one, man. I can't wait for uh for Saturday and uh my first first pay per view can use the hard rock app. <laughs> yeah, let's see if all that research comes in handy, dude. I'm gonna be uh, hitting you with some chili peppers. Hey, I will I will with some chili peppers. Man. It man, can I just tell you that as long as and I and I don't even bet on it, but I always ask Tobin what he thinks, right? And he usually has a you know, a great beat on who does what and how this should work out and be careful for this guy and watch out for this. But, dude, somebody always get hit in the side of the head and it's night-night. <laughs> and that's the thing about fighting is that it only takes one swing, one punch, one kick, and somebody could go night-night. And so you're always watching. As long as there's action – you better pay attention because somebody could get hit. We'll uh, take a quick break. Back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.